0: Mike and Joe Consulting. Allow us to introduce ourselves. I'm Mike Bonventry And I'm Joe Fabrizio. And together we are Mike and Joe Consulting. Mike and Joe Consulting is sponsored by LadyLawPublishing.com. Our podcasts are going to be a combination of myself or Joe or the two of us and on occasion guest speakers from different industries and different businesses throughout the nation. Together Joe and I will share more than 70 years combined personal and professional experiences in many diversified fields. We are entrepreneurs, we've consulted entrepreneurs, and we have a wide range of experience in many different social issues. Thank you for joining us. Today's podcast is, this is Samantha Lethbridge from Visions Credit U- Federal Credit Union in upstate New York, Endwell, New York. Samantha, thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here.
0: <laughs> so today, this is your show. And we know that you have several topics to talk about, but we're going to focus on one today and then hopefully do second, third, and fourth shows on different topics that you deal with at the Federal Credit Union. So tell us about yourself. Tell us your department and then tell us about yourself, how you got there and what you're up to.
1: Yes, I am a financial wellness officer here at Visions. Um, So basically what that means is I go into the communities and I provide financial education. um, And that can be in many different forms. Just yesterday, I was up in Ithaca um, at an after-school program. And that program was for kindergarten through second graders. And we literally did four corners with the terms earn, save, spend, and share. Of course, before we did the game, we learned about what earning money is in spending money and sharing money. Um, so it can be fun items like that. It can also be very serious items where I teach a seminar about um, estate planning. Um, even though I am not a tax consultant, I am not an attorney, um, a lot of things that, pe- just basics, what's a will, what is probate, um, items like that. I can, I go over what those items are, kind of make it seem less scary. So that way, when they do have to move forward with finding an attorney or a tax advisor, they go into it with, a you know, more knowledge than, you know, just totally with nothing, essentially. And then I also do one-on-one financial uh, consulting. So I am a certified financial counselor, meaning that I can do one-on-one sessions with um members and non-members, so just anybody, in regards to, you know, helping with their budgets, helping with, you know, creative debt management system. Now, again, I am a counselor, meaning that I counsel people. I do not advise people. I never say to people, this is what you need to do with your money. This is where your money should go. What I like to say is i more organize things. I put everything in a nice, you know, clean, crisp fashion so that way, and then I can basically explain these are different options that you can do, but essentially it's always up to the person to decide how they want to use their money. You know, what what's important to me is not always what's important to other people. And I never try to force that on other people. I I always say I'm like, look, if you enjoy spending a hundred bucks at Starbucks, hey, no problem. I will figure out a way to fit this into your budget (laughs) and (laughs) stuff. As long as
0: you make more than ninety a week.
1: Uh, yeah, basically, it's like look if that's important to you, then hey, we'll 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 figure it out.
2: <laughs> that's great. That that that's terrific. And I know that you and I, Samantha, have spoken several times on several topics. And you know, I have to say, I am mightily impressed with how you deliver the message. I mean, to be able to be able to to go from second graders mm-hmm. one day to estate planning, which necessarily, not always, but necessarily implies older adults, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. Oh, yeah. Is a real, real skill. What kind of training do you have or did you have to get to put you in that chair you're in today?
1: So if we want to go back to my interview, my biggest thing was my enthusiasm. I really, when I went to my interview for this particular position, It's not something where they give you um, step one, step two, step three. This is a very self-driven role. I have to go out and I have to find what's important. Essentially what I believe is important and then I find partners and organizations that I can essentially help. So you're not going to see me at a country club probably giving you know, debt management classes. You're probably not going to see me at senior centers uh, giving, you know, discussions on uh, budgeting, considering, you know, people at center centers have probably budgeted since before I was born. So um, I may go there and talk about identity theft, though. I may go there and talk about estate planning. So when I – when this position opened, um, they essentially – you know, wanted somebody like, hey, we need established, we want to do something in our communities, we, there is a lack of financial education, and we want you, you know, we want somebody to go out and deliver it, and I, and I already had all my wheels spinning in my head, I'm like, okay, this organization needs help, this organization needs help, this school needs help, and stuff like that um you know tomorrow i'm actually going to be at ross corners christian academy teaching a class on investments um so yeah kind of like you know puts in the little gap between the second graders and the seniors (laughs) so Um, so basically mm -hmm. visions
2: had a goal Mm -hmm. and they handed you the goal and said fill it and you have Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's really, that's, that, that's really, really interesting. Um, Of all the topics that you can, well, before I go there, it, it sounds like you really bring things to people, either second grade people or seniors and everybody in between. It sounds like you bring things to people that they can use. Yeah. You know, so oftentimes, so oftentimes you go to seminars on investing or You know, you watch things on investing or retirement planning or, you know, budgeting or I want to buy a home. How do I get there? That kind of stuff. And 75% of what you're told doesn't apply to you, can't use, doesn't make sense. And it sounds like you really, really bring it right to the level of whom you are speaking to. That's absolutely.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can go on the internet and get all of this information yourself. If you really want to, Um, you don't necessarily need a person, you know, hosting a seminar to do it. But you're absolutely right. I like to do things that are beneficial. I myself was in a really big financial bind when I first got married. Uh, My husband, he was in school full time. Still technically in school full time, getting his PhD. Um, well, but congratulations was, yeah <laughs> I'm just hoping that he finishes soon <laughs> but uh, he's basically been in school for as long as we've been together and we have been together since I was 19 years old um, so I'm not gonna tell you how many years we've been married because then you know that may have you guys guessing my age. fine I'm 34 so, <laughs> so we've been together since I was 19 and I am now 34 yeah. And that whole time he's in school, he ha- he's still in school, but now he has a job. He's working at SUNY Binghamton full time. But before that, years ago, when we first got married, I was the only person working. He was in school full time. And we both agreed to that. We both said, Jim, I love you. This is something that you want to do. This is what you're passionate about. I will, you know, support you. I will support the household. So I, you know, worked full time and basically I was the breadwinner. And I had, and I myself needed a lot of help that I didn't necessarily get. But one thing about me is I am resourceful. I know how to figure things out. And that's probably just something that I learned from my parents. Like, okay, I'm in the signed. Um, what are we going to do? So, you know, I had to go out and do things. I had to do side hustles and stuff to make ends meet. And I understand that not everybody is like me. Just because you're in a financial bind, that doesn't necessarily mean you need to be resourceful like me. A lot of that comes to, you know, your capability, your mental abilities and stuff. And I know that certain people just don't have that. So that's when I like to come in and be like, hey, you don't have to be like me in order to get out of this bind. You know, we can take it one step at a time. You know, here's an agency that can help you. Here's something that we can do together. Here's Here's making it make sense and in a digestible format and stuff. And I don't I, like just giving thoughts and prayers. You People can't eat thoughts and prayers. You got to actually get out and do something. So I am very 100% a doer.
2: <laughs> I really like that making it make sense. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you're serving up the knowledge You're serving up the steps or the path in pieces because people can't, I I don't think people can very easily see going from, you know, a 600 credit score and a part-time minimum wage job to buying a house. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like standing at the bottom of Mount Everest and looking at the top. Sounds like you make it. Here's the first step. Mm-hmm. and here's the next step and here's the next step and that's and that's doable i mean and it, it makes it doable for folks that that's terrific of all the things that you do and all mm-hmm. the things that you present what would you like to focus on here today
1: oddly enough i want to focus on the importance of doing And actually not necessarily talk about money or finances or budgeting or credit. And I want to focus on actually our young people and how we can, you know, as a community, you know, they say it takes a village. But sometimes it seems like this day and age, a lot of people just want to throw up their hands and be like, you know what, that's not my problem. Um, But then at the same time, they're complaining about these young people and these students and all of this stuff so in my opinion a big thing that i would like to discuss is the importance of mentorship to young people and and giving them guidance you know giving them guidance and opportunities and options and stuff and not just you know yeah they have access to their phones but i don't know they're looking at nonsense like tiktok and stuff (laughs) it's they you know and believe it or not young people do like structure they do like you know having easy steps they do like seeing you know oh what you mean i can do this yes you can you know here's how so that's very important these days and i don't understand why you know we've Maybe it's just something that we've never had as a community or as, you know, a country, I don't know. But yeah, the idea of mentorship is just so important. And I just don't understand why we don't have more of it. Like, it's so important and so um, beneficial to young people to have.
0: So do you, I'm go sorry. ahead, Michael. So what, in your programs, do you work with uh, volunteer mentors or, or mentors that are available to you to introduce to some of the people you're talking to?
1: Yes. Yeah, so, luckily, we do have a lot of – we have financial centers in, all, in a lot of the high schools in the area. So, there's one in Vessel High School and Boces and uh, Windsor High School. And before those were just branches, you know, you go in, you see a teller, you get money out, all that fun stuff. Now we've made them financial wellness centers and we hire interns. So we hire students at that school and they basically, you know, they learn about all these things. So they do a summer program here at headquarters where they learn about all the different departments. And so they get like a lot of knowledge, a lot of hands-on training, and basically they are an ambassador to their students you know their fellow um not colleagues classmates um and that is something that uh, unfortunately i am not in one of those branches so but essentially like there is a there is a base of me in all of those schools so we are having like that type of mentorship i know a lot of the officers have fallen in love with their interns and a lot of the interns have, you know, learned a lot, and you know, going to bigger, better things. A lot of interns that, you know, where they were just like college is not a possibility for me, and then they came into the branch and they spoke to, you know, the financial wellness officer at that branch. They convinced them, hey, you know, you should apply for this internship. It's paid, by the way. Um, so they're getting money. And then the students, you know, they leave, they graduate, and, you know, now they're going to college, or now they work at Visions, or now they're at, like, a study abroad program. So I'm glad that we're doing that, you know, that's something that Visions is currently doing. Um, I would like to do more, and I have implemented a proposal to do more. Um, Unfortunately, it's been declined. So.
2: (laughs) That sounds like an absolutely terrific program as, uh, on the part of Visions going out and doing that, especially from the point of view that it sounds like peer-to-peer mentoring. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's it's not some 50-year-old telling a 17-year-old, not that there's anything wrong with that, but, <laughs> it, you know, they just, they, it, they, they connect better. So just from hearing you speak about that program and mentoring in general, I sense and I'm sure our listeners can hear your passion for this. Have you had some personal experience with mentoring that kind of catapulted you here or sent you in this direction or planted this drive, this this desire, this passion for mentoring?
1: Absolutely. Um a little bit about myself, I was in a very bad situation back when I was a teenager. I was 15 years old, very rebellious. Um, I know it's hard to believe, (laughs) but I was very rebellious. My mother, you know, uh, my mother was a single mother and um, it was very difficult for her to handle me. I was living in Florida and she just basically said to me one year, you know what? You're going to go live with your father in New York because this, I, I can't handle this. So I went up to my father um, and he was remarried. Um, So I had a stepmother and I also had a stepbrother and a stepsister. And, you know, the five of us lived in our house and stuff in the Bronx. And my parents were basically, they were put, because I was in a very bad, I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to sit in my bed and listen to depressing music and wear black and you know it it was a very dark time for me but my dad and especially my stepmother she was like no you're gonna do this you're gonna you're and they signed me up for all these programs and stuff and at first I was very hesitant I was like oh I I don't want to do these programs and stuff but then I went to one and I was like oh wow this is actually really nice and then I got mentorship from this one program called um Christadora it's a program for um, New York City children. Um, it's like an urban program where they basically take children that are in, you know, the city and they go out and they do trips. So through Christadora, I was able to go to Massachusetts. I was able to go to Wyoming. I was able to go to um, Connecticut in a lot of leadership training programs and I would be gone for like the whole summer. Uh um yeah and through those most of you know they were all basically like kind of camping ish like you were in the middle of nowhere there was no cell phones there was no internet there was no nothing you when you get there they took away you know my my ipod they took away my cd player like it was just me and nature (laughs) and stuff but through that it was because i had these counselors and they, you know, they're dealing with all these teenagers that are from the Bronx and stuff. They're just like, look, we're out in the middle of nowhere. Who are you trying to impress? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, hey, um, it's about to rain soon and we need 10 materials. You guys need to figure out what materials we need. And we're like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, is this legal? Yeah. <laughs> oh. and, yeah. And then they put us in the middle of nowhere. One time they drove us out for four hours you know we had only had what was in our backpack they were like okay every single day somebody's going to be a different leader and you have to get us basically back to base and stuff and it was again i'm 16 17 years old maybe at this point and stuff and i had to be elite because you have to encourage the rest of your group sure you know, like it's about to rain it's getting dark you know some of us are somebody probably sprained their ankle and stuff. And and it's, you know, you're the leader of the day. And it's just like, Oh my gosh, I got to get these like other people to like, follow me or else like we're not going to be sleeping tonight (laughs) and stuff, or we're not going to have enough water. We need to get to this water base in order to get fresh water and stuff. So being in those programs and being in those situations and having those counselors and that mentorship and Chris Adora, you know, like that really showed me like hey my life isn't just in the middle of nowhere in florida my life isn't just you know in this concrete jungle in the bronx like i can like when they when somebody told me like you know you have great leadership skills i was like what i yeah. do like it's like you're really good at encouraging other people i'm like what because people are always like oh you know your gifts what are your gifts what's your skill set I'm like I don't know I'm 16 years old I'm upset I'm depressed I just want to listen to my chemical romance like just leave me alone and stuff but then you're in these situations and you have these people that you know want you to do these things and you know see see this thing in you that you don't even see yourself because when you're at that young age you know you're just like your emotions are so powerful and Sometimes parents, they just want to be like, oh gosh, you know what? I can't be kind of like my mom. I love my mom to pieces. She's like my best friend right now. So, our relationship for anybody that's wondering, our relationship is wonderful right now. Uh, she was actually my maid of honor in my wedding. Um, so, but because like I had, you know, people that actually cared about me and saw like a light inside of this crazy, angsty teenager and wanted to like shape it, wanted to take time you know, to help me, you know, that's the reason why I am the person that I am today and why I am here today. And I just want more of that from, you know, our community, more people, more more mentors that are, you know, more people that are ready to just, like, buckle down and, like, take their time with young people and say, hey, who are you trying to impress? (laughs)
0: That's uh... Go ahead.
2: Go that ahead. sounds incredible. I mean, that program sounds incredible. Mm-hmm. That pr- I mean, because you were physically placed in a situation where you didn't have a choice. like Like you said, if you didn't go find the drinking water, you weren't going to drink. If you didn't probably construct or find some kind of shelter, you were going to get mighty wet when mm-hmm. it started to rain. So, but how do you... Uh, how do you con- you didn't you didn't need any convincing that you needed mentoring you were placed right in a situation where you had a you know your your skills came to the fore and the, and the, and they are I, I mean i've spoken to you enough times to know you you got mad skills on many levels oh,
1: thank you um,
2: <laughs> well you do but um if you're in a setting if you're not in that kind of a setting in other words mm-hmm. if you're not in that that fantastic program Do you find that you need to convince young people that they need mentoring
1: i think it's more just sitting down with them and you know figure out what what's get what are their what are they thinking and stuff because you know i i have a sister that is 13 years younger than me so basically i i have put myself as her mentor i'm just like okay you know that's like my mentee i am her mentor and stuff, and because there were times where like my mom would call me, she'd be like, "Sam, I, I need you to talk to Jordan. She's just I, I've had enough." And I'm just like, "Okay, well, before you ship her up to me like you did with me when I was that age, let me talk to her <laughs> and stuff." And I'm just like, "Okay, what are you thinking about, honey? What's going on? What's in your mind?" Like, oh, you know, this and other and Like, okay, no problem. That is valid. You are allowed to feel that way. You know, that is no no one else can tell you to not feel that way. You know, and just letting her know, like, hey, you're okay, you're fine. And once you're able to, like, break down that wall where, you know, it's just like, hey, you are gr- you are good the way you are, you know, you're fine and stuff, because they're always being told, like, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to be better at this, yada, 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 and stuff. And yes, in a sense, if you want to, like, go and get a job, you do need a particular qualification or skill set. But in the meantime, it's just like, hey, you know, you're feeling sad, that's fine, that's fine to feel sad that's fine to feel depressed and then when you get to that like area of trust that's when you say okay i have seen this growth in you. i have seen you know you have this passion you have this in you you have this ability of some kind um how about we hone that and do something with it how about you know we go over here and you know utilize that gift that you have or how about we go over here and utilize that gift or hey you know it seems like you're like how about we do a creative writing workshop you know this is a creative writing workshop that's like in a college in upstate new york and you can beat and they'll take you for a whole week and stuff and again i like to put my money where my mouth is so yeah some of these programs do cost money christadora costs money but you know what because of you know like my parents and because Like I was able to qualify for scholarships and stuff. And I basically had, you know, so I would definitely love to fork up money to help a young person develop their skills, you know, in a program of some type and stuff. So not just, you know, sitting there and just being like, oh, okay, well, it's great seeing you, you know, we'll get Starbucks next week. It's like, no, actually saying like, hey, you know, you could really develop these skills why, why don't you go to this, you know, how about we have you go to this program? It's up, Let's find some scholarships for you. So that way you can qualify and, and go and do this thing. You know, if you can't afford it, it's just like, okay, you know, it's just not it's something else. You know, like, again, thoughts and prayers don't do anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, you,
1: you find that
0: kids are a little bit more open accepting mentorship from outsiders than their own parents because sometimes you know when when your mother says oh you have these mad skills and we love you sometimes kids are thinking well you have to say that you're my mother if mm-hmm. they don't take it as seriously do you find that at all that it's easier as an outsider to get them to open their minds and to accept what they're being told about themselves
1: absolutely when you're a mentor you kind of have to be this like celebrity superhero something that they you know look look, look like forward to and stuff like it's come to a point where like i go to you know when i go to like my second grade you know little kids and stuff like that like i you know i present myself i dress you know fun and colorful and you know, I give out little like trinkets and stuff. And it's coming to a point where like, as soon as the kids see me, they all come up running to me and they all give me hugs. And when we have to walk somewhere, one of, they'll fight to like hold my hand. And I'm like, okay, hold on a second. Let me, you know, I will hold your hand to this part. And I'll hold. So, you know, that's just with little kids. But, you know, when it comes to young people, you also have to have that sense of just like, hey, not trying to be prideful or, you know, because it is a very humbling experience but they will essentially see you as someone important. They'll be like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's Sam's visions. And she's, you know, done X, Y, and Z and yada, yada, yada. So when they see you're not just mom, you're actually somebody that, you know, has a career and a job and, you know, you're doing important things and stuff. It's just like, whoa, this person said that I'm a good leader. You know, it's not just my mom saying. It. It's like this person has like qualifications and, and it's kind of cool <laughs> and stuff. Like so, yeah, absolutely. Having like that outsider. So that is my long way of agreeing with you.
0: <laughs> you, I'll take you, it.
2: Do you find in 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 not the little kids, but in like teens or young mm-hmm. adults? Do you find? That they have a, that they suffer from a lack of self confidence.
1: Absolutely, it's so sad. Oh gosh, I I actually have one. A um, couple of years ago, I had I volunteered for my husband uh, to have my sister in law live with us, and uh, my sister in law she is seventeen years younger than my husband, so she was fifteen or so. And her and her parents were moving, and she was in between schools, and, you know, it was summertime, it was COVID, it was really bad. So I was like, hey, you know, she's going to be going to school here in this area, we'll have her move in with us and stuff. So, you know, I was like, okay, you know, we'll do it. So we basically lived, you know, with a 15-year-old for, like, a good, you know, year or so. And she, you know, I I don't know what her deal was. She was just always just had this, like, not depressing, just, like, this. She wouldn't say anything nice about herself. Just always saying like, oh, you know, like, I'm I'm this, I'm that. It's like, I'm not smart. I can't do this, blah, blah, blah. And it came to a point where it was just a lot. And so I told her, I was like, look, every single time you say something negative about yourself, you're going to say three things about yourself that you like and stuff. And I would stop her. I would do that at dinner. We were out at Walmart like I don't care. I was just like, no, no negative talk around me. You don't do that. That's not allowed. Now you have to say three things wow. about yourself. And now I love it because she does that with her friends now. <laughs> and she'll, you know, I like I've heard it happen like, you know, she was like with her friend, she's um she's 18 now. She's like with her friends and stuff like that and they're talking and then one of them was just like, oh yeah, you know, I think I need to lose weight. I'm a little fat. She's like, no, no negative talk. You need to say good, three good things about yourself. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm amazing. Awesome. <laughs> <I'm like, "Yeah." laughs> that's incr
2: that's that's incredible. That's incredible. Um, do you have you ever found or if you find a young person who is not interested in mentoring, or how how do you how would you bring them around?
1: for that i mean you just have to get down to their level cuz i understand i'm a high energy person and a lot of you know young people are not very high energy or if they are high energy it's not normally around me so <laughs> so i just have to get down there i'm like okay do you want to play a game of uno we want to play chess we can just play chess you know i ask them like open ended questions what did you do at- what did you uh, do in class today and stuff what what did you learn about in English what did you learn about in math you know what's your most difficult you know subject that you're dealing with in in science and stuff no like yes or no questions and stuff and then I am essentially trying to get something that I know that they're passionate about I'll look at their backpack looks like okay what pins do you have on there oh okay I see you like Sailor Moon you know I also like Sailor Moon or Maybe it's something I don't even know, like a uh, Pokemon. It's like, oh okay, you like Pokemon. You know, who's your favorite? What what Hogwarts house do you, are you in? <laughs> and so, <laughs> so you just gotta like find you and I I understand it's like you need a lot of patience. You need a lot of patience yeah. for sure. Because you're basically like you're hoping that, oh, this person's in a mess. I'm gonna be like, you know, like the Mother Teresa and stuff, and then you, you know, realize, like, they don't want to be in this and stuff. They want nothing to do with you. It's just like, you know what? Let's just focus on you being, like, just a friend. Not a mentor, but just a friend. And just telling, just showing them, like, you care. Because they honestly think that you're there to, like, fix them. Or they're just, you're there because, you know, you're assigned to, or they're just supposed to do it but if you come in and you show i honestly care about you and your well-being is important to me and i want to see you succeed and if they know that and believe it then that has all the difference Certainly. you know my yeah my problem is sometimes i get a little too attached and stuff cuz you know i care so much <laughs> i can imagine
2: i can imagine and 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 i'm sure that you find that when they do start to respond, it's like your like your little kids want to hold your hand. Mm-hmm. The older kids or the young adults, you know, older teens, young adults, whenever, I'm sure they attach in different ways. They 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 don't they probably don't want to hold your hand, but they probably really want your approval. Mm-hmm. And sure, sure. And they and they, they attach in, in in very different ways because now you've become important to them. And what you think is important to them. Do you find that to be the case?
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, back to like my sister. She is 20 right now. Um, And, you know, she told me something that, you know, she did at college and stuff. And she was just like very like upset about it. And, you know, she's like, but I feel like I just... I really I just want to get this off my chest but like honestly and she's crying she's like honestly I'm like scared of you know like you're going to be disappointed in me right. and blah blah, right. blah 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 and that's my fear and I'm like oh my gosh honey you can't do anything unless you say that you know you're joining like the Nazi party or something like that like then we might need to have a discussion and stuff yeah. <laughs> but until then you know yeah and and when they do, even right now when I teach class at Ross Corners I told all the kids I was like hey before you go to bed, you need to check your account balance. And before you go uh, before you that you go on for the day. So before you go to bed, and then when you wake up, that's when you should open up your phone, check your account balance. And this one kid like told me he was so excited. He came up to me like the next class. He was like, Oh, I I did that thing. And you were right. Like, I found that there was, you know, a different an error was made. And I had like that morning, like I called and blah, 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 blah. I was like, Oh, my gosh, like, you know, great, good job. I'm glad you listen. So, you know, it's like when they listen and it actually like, they see that, like, I'm not just saying things, yeah. like it actually yeah. has meaning and it's beneficial. And they learn that like, oh gosh, that's so good.
2: <laughs> and it must be really, really exciting to see because it's been my experience and I'm sure you, well, you just said it, you found that to be the case as well. Success builds on success. Mm -hmm. so if you give them a little success then they're going to build much bigger ones Mm -hmm. would you agree with that
1: yeah absolutely and i mean sometimes you know when it comes to them going out to the real world and stuff i also kind of feel like i need to scare them a little you know, be like okay you know you're great you're doing good uh don't do stupid stuff because if you do stupid stuff then you can go in jail and then going to jail will you know x y and z and stuff like that or then you'll have to declare bankruptcy at an early age and you don't want that to happen and stuff and um so yeah well once once we get over like you know hey I tr- you they trust you and stuff like that it's like oh, okay good now that we're getting now that you uh, understand what's happening here um i also need to tell you about the bad things that are going to happen in life and this is how you prevent them <laughs> and stuff and so yeah when they do that it's like
2: yeah, I'm sure that's got to be a great, great feeling for you. You mentioned a couple times um, the need for more mentors. Mm-hmm. The, the need, the need for mentors. If folks are well, the, the folks that are listening. If I wanted to know, okay, let, let's say I'd I'd love to be a mentor, but I, I mean, I don't know what that means. I don't know what mm-hmm. I have to do. I don't think mm-hmm. I have. I mean, I think I think you probably find as much you know, resistance, not necessarily resistance, but I think you find as much lack of knowledge on the mentor side as you find on the kids who need the mentors. So Mm -hmm. I would like to be a mentor, but I have no idea what that means. What would you tell me?
1: I would say reach out to your local school district and ask to be a part of a mentorship program. Um, A lot of the high schools, at least in the Broome County area, I know that they have mentorship programs and stuff. Um, I know that Biginton High School has one and stuff, um, I, uh, yeah, a lot of, I think all the high schools have some type of mentorship program, so yeah, just reach out to your, uh, your school district, and say, hey, I-, I wanna, you know, I wanna be a mentor, like, and most of the time, they'll have, like, a mentorship program that's already, like, clean cut, so all you need to do is just show up, <laughs> and stuff, and they'll be like, okay, you know, on day one, but again, it's not just, you know, okay, I did step one, uh, we're done, it's like, no, you actually have to, why do you want to do this? You know, are you just looking to do this and put it on your own resume? If that's the case, then get out of here. Because uh, you're wasting your sure. time and you're wasting, you know, your mentees time. Um, I know that there's places like the Boys and Girls Club, you know, oh my gosh, that program is so, it's so great. Like if I wasn't, you know, out and about doing like all of my things and all my schools and stuff, I would totally be a mentor there. <laughs> but they need like good mentors or i know some um, networking groups or some you know um, professional groups you know try to utilize mentorship programs as well like i said i've i've developed my own mentorship program where you know i have like steps and stuff that i'm just trying to find an organization that wants to implement it what do you
2: what do you think is the single mo if you had to pick the single most important skill that a mentor should have. What do you think? What would you say that is?
1: Probably you need to have good emotional intelligence. Because if you come face to face with an 18 year old that is having a rough day and takes care of all their siblings when they get home and their parents are always working and stuff. So they're basically like in charge of, you know, feeding their siblings and stuff like that. And they just don't see way out of it and stuff so you know they come in they're like upset they have an attitude and stuff like that and you're just like well this person doesn't like me I guess I need another mentee it's like okay did you even talk to them did you even see like what's what why their demeanor is the way that it is and stuff like I know that Biginton High School has you know a lot of violence going on like there was, you know, um, a couple of kids that come to school with knives and stuff like that. And my first thought isn't, you know, oh, man, like, you know, that's, well, I mean, it is unsafe, and that's not good. And, you know, they probably will need to be disciplined. But my first thought is like, okay, like, why do they feel the need to bring a knife to school? Because that, for me, tells me that they uh, don't feel safe. And they are bringing that as a form of protection. That's my first thought, you know. So what? No. So what? I what I think I'm hearing you say is,
2: it's really important to understand where your mentee is coming from. Correct. You might not have the same. You might not have the same background. I mean, a kid who has a stay-at-home a stay-at-home mom and a working dad is going to be very different than a child that you just described a child that goes home at the end of the day and is responsible for younger siblings because both parents are out working and so on and so forth. So it's important to know where your mentee is coming from. Um, mm-hmm. Wow, that's really, well, this this has been really, really interesting, uh, really interesting to me. I mean, I, I've participated in mentorship uh, programs and I have been mentor to people at different levels, people in business, young attorneys and whatnot, starting out things of that nature. And I've learned a lot here today, so I really, really thank you. Um, I just want to make sure, Michael, do you have any other questions uh, at this juncture?
0: No, it was very informative. And um, congratulations on what you're doing, and God bless you. And we're going to talk more. This Today was about mentoring. But, Joe, you mentioned, and you guys were talking earlier, uh, what are some of the other programs that you're involved in that we might talk about in the future?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, I know on um, it's the 19th, right? On December 19th, we are actually hosting a seminar here at Vision's headquarters, um, in regards to um, domestic violence awareness month. Um, so you know, just um, different programs and uh, different things to help people that are in financial binds. You know, what depending on what your situation is and stuff like that my biggest thing and concern you know is helping break that poverty cycle trying to help people trying to help low-income families know that there is a way out and there is a way to build wealth and there is a way to live a fulfilling life and not living that paycheck to paycheck you know like feeling that dread and stuff So so can i
2: can i be um so bold here as to say you'll come back and talk with us again about the specific because I think that'd be very, very interesting to our listeners because everybody's interested in doing better financially. And and I and you're right, there's an enormous gap of knowledge there. I found mm-hmm. I have found that myself. And while there's all kinds of knowledge available, you know, I'll go on the internet and read something and I don't understand it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> But no, I need somebody. So, so may I be so bold as to think you'll come back and see us again?
1: Absolutely. Yes. We can put some dates on the calendar.
2: (laughs) Super, super. Is there, before we, before we leave uh, today and, and, and I just first want to thank you so much for what you do, uh, for what you do, because what you do has the potential and probably has changed lives. Mm -hmm. That's huge. That's huge. When you can say that you changed the path of somebody's life, as your path was changed with that tremendous program and the support of your uh, dad and and, and and stepmom and your mom in making mm-hmm. the decision to send you, that couldn't have been easy for her, right? It, it,
1: was, sure. not, no. it was not. She, no. she says it all the time. She's like, you know, if I didn't do that, you would not be where you are right now. You know? Absolutely. Myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, I probably would have been like a teenager and you know, pregnant and stuff. I mean, not, no, sorry, that came out wrong, but I would just be a different person. It would be a different level. No, absolutely.
2: That's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, I, I, I can, I mean, I, I I've worked with so many people that have made that decision, quite frankly, mm-hmm. in my job. Um, it's that's not easy. It's not just like, Oh God, just get this kid off my hands. No, no, not right. at all. It's hard. So, you know, my hats off to all three of those adults and everybody else mm-hmm. that got you, into those programs but you're changing lives my friend and that is uh that that's just huge uh and uh is there anything else that you would like to add at this point before we close
1: none that i can think of i feel like there was a bunch of stuff that we were you know discussing in the preliminary and now it's just like you know oh gosh yeah so much to talk about but then when you have that open mic it's just like hmm you know
2: yeah yeah, nope, no, you,
1: <laughs> I, I
2: hear you. I hear you. No, you did. You did a great job and we will definitely have you back. And before we close, I just want to say when we have you back, we would like to have an update on your husband's PhD.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell him, be like, Jim, I have a whole like listener group out there. That's right. That is That's right. Know how your PhD is. That's
2: right. Everybody, <laughs> we all want to know how the PhD is going he, tell him he's got hundreds of cheerleaders.
1: all right cool yeah um, yeah all these listeners man as soon as i get that date when he's walking you guys are all formally invited to you (laughs) know watch me watch him walk (laughs) that's
2: fantastic that congratulations to both of you on that that's a tough road uh but a worth but a worthwhile road thank you so so much samantha i look forward to the next time we can talk again michael okay
0: yeah so samantha before i close out is there any uh, public contact information that you want to give out? How do, how do the people listening uh, reach you? Uh,
1: sure. So easiest way right now, because I am constantly in and out of the office, so I would love to give my direct line, but honestly, I just don't know when I would be available to answer it. So easiest way is um, my email, which is S um, as in Samantha and my last name Westbridge. L-E-T-H, bridge, like londonbridge, at org,
0: And I'll put that in the description before we put the YouTube up and a little bio about you, and we'll put some information in there. And the email will be the foremost contact. Perfect. Okay. Well, thank you again so much. And I hope you and Joe have fun on the 19th because you're speaking – Joe, right? A couple times um, at, on, at that event?
2: With the gracious with at the gracious invitation of Miss Samantha, I am going to be participating in that event. Yes.
0: Great. And that's okay. on
2: October the
0: 19th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably cry, crash it. I'll be in the back of the room listening.
1: You're welcome to come.
0: I'll be her Uber that day. I'll drive. it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she kind of follows me around. Yeah. Uh, that's nice, a little chauffeur.
2: Everybody
0: needs one. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I follow her, but she goes wherever I drive her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> thank you again, dear. Thank yeah. you so Th- much.
0: Thank you so much. And for the listeners, thank you for listening to Lady Law Publishing, the host of Mike and Joe Consulting Podcast. And, Samantha, it's been a pleasure, and we'll see you uh, again on other topics. So. Everybody have a great day. Get out there and search for information that'll make you better in the future, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Contact us at Mike and Joe at mikeandjoeconsulting.com to suggest topics or potential guests for our show.